Authority's Edge with Michael Pacheco, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Authority's Edge with Michael Pacheco is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Michael Pacheco. All right. Hey, everybody, and welcome once again to another episode of the Authorities Edge podcast brought to you by Strategic Advisor Board and Boxer Media and Growth Marketing, where we speak to successful entrepreneurs, industry experts, and thought leaders while we explore how leveraging trust and authority can give smart businesses a competitive edge. As always, I'm your host, Michael Pacheco, Managing Partner at Boxer Media and Growth Marketing. And today with me, I have Jason Miller. Jason is a seasoned CEO with overwhelming passion to help other business owners and CEOs succeed. He was nicknamed Jason the Bull Miller because he takes no BS and no excuses from the people he serves. He's mentored thousands of people over two plus decades, and Jason's major strengths include project management, hyper-company growth, scaling, and strategic and operational implementation. Jason has built several companies of his own from the ground up since 2001. Jason, welcome to Authority's Edge. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, look forward to dropping some bombs. Let's do it. Awesome, I appreciate you making time for us here. So I always like to open up the podcast by inviting the guest to just tell us a little bit more about yourself in your own words and what you do. Yeah, so the the short story of it is, you know, I really wanted to, for the strategic advisor board anyway, I really wanted to do consulting differently, right? Not like the big boys that, you know, send a couple Harvard grads and that have never owned a business and and come help you run your business and use big words like hockey stick growth and, you know, all, all those kind of big words that mean nothing, right? So that's why our thing is, you know, consulting done differently and, what you got to ask yourself is would you rather have seasoned business owners help you grow your business or a Harvard grad snot nosed kid that uh, just graduated and is going to come talk to you about theory? Mm -hmm. uh, it's not really that hard of an answer to, to, to a question to answer. Right. Sure. So I built the whole backbone of the strategic advisor board off of that mm -hmm. and the power of 10. That's what we call it. Um, it's 10 CEOs, 10 working CEOs that still run their own companies. Um, most of them have more than one company, just like I do. I have a total of 13. So, um, some have three, some have four or five companies. So it's like the institutional knowledge is the value, right? And that's what we've built with Sab. And, you know, and then really part of the other part is people like you. It's the network, right? Sure. Yeah. The network that we've built of 300 CEOs that can do the servicing work um, where we know we have people we can trust. And to me, that's, that's everything, right? Because trust factors everything. You know, you look at, where we are right now and where we're going, I have a positive outlook, even though we'll probably hit a recession this year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I still have a very good positive outlook on business this year. Um, and we just continue to be a part of that. Love it. Yeah. I love it, Jason. So you, you and I chatted, I don't know, about a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was clear to me straight away that I wanted to have you on this podcast because the idea of trust and authority as as a, a point of leverage in business, you 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 were right. You and I are on the same page with that. It was clear to me during our conversation. Tell us a little bit how how do you define trust and, and authority within the context of what you do? Give value for as long as it takes. Period. Mm-hmm. Now, Stephen, talk about right. <laughs> Start you, give, you give value for as long as it takes in the marketplace, and then you will gain authority and trust at the same time. It is that simple. Mm-hmm. You don't have to convince people to, you know, have a sales pitch and all this stuff, right? You don't need that. Mm-hmm. If if you just provide tons of value in the marketplace people will see the value that you give. And uh, there is no question of authenticity or authority or, you know, because you've, you've flooded the market with so much value that people, all they got to do is follow you. Right. And I, I have people that come that they said, yeah, I've been following you for a year. Right. Nope. There's no convincing to do. They, yep. They've followed you for six months or whatever the case may be, and you've done nothing but drop value to them. So you've already helped them. So mm-hmm. now it's just the point of, okay, let me help you get out of your own damn way now, <laughs> right? And, and help you put the systems and process and all these things in place so you can scale your company because all of us, and to include myself, we know what we know. And sometimes we're like this, we're so close to it, right? <laughs> that, you know, we don't see the forest through the trees. And I know that's an overused analogy, but but it's true. And we all need that. I have mentors, you have mentors, we all do. If you don't, you're making a huge mistake, right? So... Um, we all have to have that at some point. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be transactional either, right? Uh, mentorship comes in many ways. But if you just continue to drop value in the market, you'll create both of those things, very simply put. Yeah. What are, in your experience, what have been, you know, the second and third order effects of, just delivering value. Like what comes, what comes from that? A, a lot. I mean, that's where you start to get, you know, then it's not just about working with clients, right? Cause then big organizations start coming to you and, and, you know, like Forbes, they'll come to us and invite us to be a member of their Forbes council, or, you know, we'll have bigger clubs like the American club association. They came to us and asked us to be their executive board, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the big, biggest, biggest business club in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're their executive board. So 
you know, those are like some of the runoff things, or, you know, you get the big boys that come and they're like, you're disrupting our stuff. Can we just buy you out and shut you up? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I think, I mean, one thing that I like to talk about when I, when you, when we talk about trust and authority and delivering value over a period of time is it takes, it really, it takes the sales process and almost removes it from the picture entirely. It becomes a relationship game. And you don't have to make a sale. You you kind of touched upon that a little bit as you were talking about it. But I mean, would you, you would you agree with that? You don't have to make a sale at that point because you've built a relationship over time by simply delivering value, delivering value, delivering value. And then they come to you and they say, you've been helping me. I've been following you for the last year. You've been helping me for the last year. I think you can help me go to the next step. Yeah, totally. Right. It's, uh, I mean, I can give you a great example of uh, Reggie Walker and David Carter, right? Mm-hmm. Both, uh, you know, amazing formal, uh, former NFL All-Stars, right? Mm-hmm. And they got a great product. Um, I won't get into their product, but but the point I'm trying to get at is sometimes we don't know how to leverage the tools we have, Right. And they didn't know how to leverage the tools that they had. And they just needed somebody to help them along the way. And and I I love doing that. We're part of an organization together, and that's how I met them. And we worked together for probably about eight weeks. And, you know, I finally seen that, okay, boys, you need a little more help than, than what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. So why don't you just become a client so we can involve everybody else, get all the pieces put together here and help you through the process. And it wasn't a yes. It was a F yes. Right. <laughs> a hell yes. And I quote, <laughs> and you know, it's, but that's how it works for us. We're, we're a boutique, a really boutique firm. You know, and we're not looking to cram in, you know, 50 clients a week, right? So, you know, this week we brought three new clients in this week. And that's about the max we'll bring in every week is that. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I focus on quality and not quantity. Mm -hmm. Because that's more important. Mm -hmm. The model we work under is revenue share. So if, if we're not helping them increase their revenue... Well, then we're not winning either. So then that's nobody wins. <laughs> yeah. That's that. a great, that's a great offer. That's a great guarantee. Cause if you guys, if you're not doing your job, you don't get paid. It sounds like. Yeah, pretty much yeah. to many degrees. I mean, we have multiple different models and it just depends on what fits within a client, but, of course. but that is definitely one of them where uh, it is a pay to play type of thing. Right. Yeah. So, without getting into all the details of everything but but yeah i truly believe that if you know most uh most businesses just don't lead with value right it's if they don't i can just take linkedin as as an example today i got like 200 messages and the first message was selling me shit that's not the way to lead with value. 
right? I mean, because, and maybe it works for a certain percentage of the market to where people bite off on that, but it doesn't work on me. And therefore I don't do that to the people that I want to serve. Yeah. I want to drop lots of value, share that value in the marketplace and people to see what we can do Mm -hmm. and the results of what we can do before they even have to make a decision. There is no sales process at all. Right. Right. (laughs) I don't have one. I don't have a sales process. None. I guess if you call drive and value in the marketplace, the sales process, well, well, maybe we need to start a new company with that. (laughs) So that's what you, you, you touched upon, you you mentioned like that sales messages, sales emails, right? Something message you get in LinkedIn. That's, that's pitchy. Um, Doesn't work on you. That's another, a second order effect uh, that you get from building this trust and authority that I love so much and 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 like to talk about on this podcast is in addition to removing sales from the process you're also qualifying you're you're pre-qualifying anyone that you're talking to because yep. the people that are going to reach out to you are the ones who have seen your content have felt value from it right they've they've resonated with what you say they've resonated with how you say it and they've kind of pre-qualified themselves yeah I mean, it's fantastic. You're you're saving tons of time like that doing doing it that way. Absolutely, because then not only that, then you get to work with the people that are like minded with you on right? the same page. Yeah, You're on the same page coming into the conversation, there is no convincing, mm-hmm. right? Because they already love your personality. Because that's that's important, right? It's important to work with people that are like you to a degree. Right. If if I feel like it's not a good fit or or I feel like it's too far off, it's not about the money, because Mm -hmm. the second you make it about the money, you lose Mm -hmm. instantly lose just like that. So you can't ever make it about the money. You got to make it about the people. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of businesses totally screw it up because it's all about. You know, and I understand, you know, you run a business, you got to eat, you got to do all that stuff. Right. But, but at the end of the day, if you put the people first, you know, everything, it it will work itself out and, Mm -hmm. and you'll end up working with the people you want to work with. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's important at the end of the day. Nobody wants a shitty relationship. (laughs) You know, because we, our relationships are three years long. That's end of discussion. It's three years or nothing. Um, And we have clients on 10 year agreements. So, you know, and. The contracts. (laughs) You gotta love what you're doing with them. (laughs) That's a healthy healthy contract for a consultant. 10 years. 10 years. And you have to really love what you're doing with them and you have to love them. Yeah. And if, if I didn't, uh, we wouldn't get into those kind of relationships, but, you know, cause those are usually relationships that were three years already. Yeah. And then it's like, no, don't leave. Okay. Well, let's do a big one then. <laughs> <laughs> or I've, you know, I come from a consulting background. I, I've done marketing consulting with Johnson and Johnson and golden mm-hmm. globe and Intel 
And I've never, I don't think I've ever heard of a 10 year consulting contract. You're not going to find it much. No, you know, but consultants are, are, are in here's, here's, you know, they'll, they'll put down the lay of the land. Here's, here's how you do it. Here's what you do. And then they're out. Yeah. And that's what makes the difference, right? Because usually, so you take typical management consultant, right? You know, it, it's typically a short-term relationship and come in, do your assessment. Here's your 30-page report that doesn't mean a damn thing. Um, and here you go. Call me if you got questions. Mm-hmm. They read the 30-page report and go, I have no idea what any of that means. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we'll come in and explain it, but it's going to cost you another 10 grand, right? And then it's the bleed you to the death method, right? Oh, I'm very familiar with it um, (laughs) because most of my competitors work that way and and it's garbage. Mm -hmm. So why not vest the time in to a company where they're vested in you and you're vested in them? Mm -hmm. Not from an equity play standpoint, but from a revenue share perspective standpoint Mm -hmm. where everybody is vested in the success sure and when you do that the relationship is it's mutual that way right so now you don't have to worry they don't need to worry about they don't have to worry about you know a company coming in just trying to bleed them out Mm -hmm. And, and and we don't have to worry about them executing because they win and we win Sure. Yeah. And and that's what makes it powerful there mm-hmm. in that perspective. So um and that's why I know that's why the other consulting firms don't really like me all that much. <laughs> it, it seems like I mean your your mode of, of operation once you get into a company is is really the same as as your 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 lead gen, right? Your marketing, which is is that relationship focus. Yep. Right. Totally. Working together with people, I love that. So we're talking trust and authority, and and how to build that. The strategy for you has been delivering value, delivering value, deliver value. Tactically, what does that what does that look like for Jason, for you, or for your clients? Well, define tactically, I guess. Um, in a in a given week, in a given month, what is what what actually what does that look like? You're 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 creating social media assets. You're you're on podcasts. You're doing interviews like this one, getting your name out there, um, giving free advice away, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm a community builder. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I do. Uh, if you listen to what a lot of our clients say on testimonials and stuff like that. Um, I, I love to build community. I love to connect and put the right pieces together. And the only way you can successfully do that is you have to be out there. You got to be willing to go do the Forbes interview. You got to be willing to get on the GMAs. You got to be willing to, to do a lot of the stuff that a lot of company owners don't want to do, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're in their shell. And they don't want to get out and do it. Mm-hmm. And 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 here's a little a little secret about me that I've never ever said on air, and that is for me, 
um, being in the military for 23 years and, and having, you know, combat tours and so on and so forth, all of this is basically uh, was a way for me to deal with post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay. And that's why most people don't keep up with me because I am going a thousand miles an hour all the time. Wow. And, and why? Cause it's what keeps the demons in the box. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, and, and Jason, thank you of course for your service. We appreciate that. Demons in the box. Yeah. There's, there's the quote of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but no i i found it therapeutic right sure. and you know that therapy for me is is much better than going and sitting in some rap group at the va and and uh you know hashing stuff over and over and over again mm -hmm. for me it's go 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 it keeps my brain active and yeah. and it just for some reason, I, I don't know why, I don't care. I was blessed with the ability to just come up with these outside of the box strategies, you know, and, and I don't know why, and it doesn't matter why. I just hope I don't bump my head one day and it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, you know, that's the thing about creating strategy, right? There's, there's what's going on all the time and just the traditional ways of thinking and all that. And then you have this, uh, these just crazy outside the box avenues that nobody else is doing. And that's the stuff that wins. Right. Oh. And a lot of times our clients will be like, really, is that what we're going to do? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> and then, you know, it works. The stuff works. And yeah. it's just the art of the micro pivot. You got to be able to, I don't like the word pivot because pivot's too big, right? Uh -huh, um, okay. But micro pivoting is, is small incremental changes. Uh -huh. And those lead to a bigger strategy. So a bridging, I call it a bridging strategy. And, you know, you do these incremental shifts to get to a further bridging strategy. That's the big overarching strategy. Because mm -hmm. you take a company that say they're making $5 million a year, $10 million a year. You can't truly pivot that company. Mm -hmm. You can't go in and say, hey, we're going to make a big pivot. Mm -hmm. You'll bankrupt them, mm -hmm. <laughs> period. Because mm -hmm. one thing doesn't work and you're, they're screwed. Mm -hmm. So you... You either have to ha get it right the first time or you do micro small pivots and it's okay to fail then, right? Yeah. It's okay to have failures on the way. It doesn't, it doesn't cripple the company. Mm -hmm. It's just the safer option and it works. Yeah. Really yeah, that tracks, that tracks. Um, well, Jason, is there, um, is there anything else that you would like to to chat about that we haven't already already touched upon? Well, I mean, you know me well enough to know I could talk for the next two hours at this point, but so. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be respectful of your time. I won't do that. Um, 
No, you know, I, I think that going into 2023, if I was going to, you know, make a statement, it would be stay the damn course, right? Just stay the course and don't, don't waver. Don't let the media, you know, mess with your brain. You know, don't, don't get mixed up in all the stuff that's going on and in politics and government and, you know, stay the course and stay on your track Yeah, and remove all that other garbage out of your life because it influences your decision-making process. And I'm not trying to get political here or any of that kind of stuff. I'm just saying, you know, if you limit all those negative impacts coming into your life all the time, you'll be a way better human being for starters. And you'll be a, a, a well, way more well-rounded business owner because you're not letting things influence your brain from the outside. I haven't watched the news for six years. I don't do it. I just, yeah. it, there's nothing good there. It doesn't make me feel good. So why even, I'd rather watch puppy dog pals. <laughs> <laughs> At least I feel good after it's over. <laughs> sure, yeah, the, the, the news will increase cortisol and increase beta brain waves which reduces alpha brain waves which reduces your creativity so it's yeah. also turning that garbage off and limiting those those negative inputs is yeah. going to increase like you said make you a better human make you a better business owner it's going to make you more creative naturally yeah. you're not even going to have to try to be more creative you just will be because mm -hmm. you have all of that crap bouncing around in your head right and, and the other thing is get out, get out and get out and go do things. Right. And, you know, try to limit, you know, I, I even know a lot of what I do as far as, you know, zoom and stuff. I'm trying to limit a lot of that now Yeah. Um, to a lot less and do a lot more in-person visits and stuff like that. And, but more importantly, um, like during the pandemic, I used to just put myself out of the element, right? So just go get a hotel where you live, right? Go to the, the, the best hotel where you live and get a night there just where you can put yourself in a different space. Mm -hmm. It'll make you creative because mm -hmm. you're outside of your daily element, right? Yep. Go get in the hot tub, have a glass of wine. You know, put yourself out of that element just for one night a month. You'll be amazed the stuff that comes up into that brain housing group up there for your business. <laughs> it's funny you should you should mention that uh, uh, Doug Holtz, he's a co-founder of The Powerful Man. He was on the podcast that will be released right before this one. Mm -hmm. uh, and he just did that. Went, went to uh, a hotel in his in his hometown and just stayed the night there. His kids came to visit him and then they went back home and and yep. he had the, the hotel room to himself and, and just got into a different physical space. Once a month, minimum. Yep. Try to do it just one time a month. And, you know, this isn't like you got to have your whole company team and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Just you as the brains of the operation. Mm-hmm. To just go and just put yourself in a different space. 
the stuff that comes up and rattles around in the can up there, it's pretty amazing, actually. Because yeah. it, it puts you back in creator mode. Yep. So. 100%. 100%. A couple times a year, I go on a, a, a mastermind retreat with some some other business owners and we did we did iceland in september and we're nice. headed to, we're headed to cuba in february just very to, cool yeah it's I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to it and 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 the the greatest things always come out of those trips mm-hmm. they're just yep. they're they're fantastic yep you bet Good advice. Cool. um awesome jason where can uh our listeners and viewers connect with you online uh, so my hub is Jason uh, jasonmiller.vip, so pretty easy to remember. Um, that's my hub site or link tree, I guess. Um, I just don't have a link tree. I just built a whole website. <laughs> so <laughs> that has my com- all my companies on it. So you can go to jasonmiller.vip. You can see and interact with all of my different companies there and see what we do and so on and so forth. And and as always, if anybody just wants to hop on a call anytime, I'm probably the most accessible guy in business. Um, I really am because I, I just love to have conversations with people. Um, and to me, that's the start of driving value, right? So call it my secret. <laughs> Jason, I I appreciate it. I want to thank you again uh, for your service to our country and also for your time today. We appreciate it very much. I know you're you're a busy guy. Um, Humble humble as you are, I know you're a busy guy. So I appreciate you making time to to chat with us here. Productive, productive, not busy. There you go. (laughs) Busy is bold. The words are very important. Take note. Take note, listeners. For sure. Thanks for having me, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. And thank you to our listeners and viewers. We'll see you guys next time. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Authority's Edge with Michael Pacheco. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.